Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Devin Saylor. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, we're going to keep with the theme of pests this month. Yep. Um, so last week we talked about beavers and actually some benefits to mm-hmm. having beavers. Um, this week we're going to focus on a smelly, smelly animal. <laughs> Um, we're talking about skunks this week, so if you haven't guessed it, um, that's where we're going to start. So, adult skunks usually grow to be about two feet long, and that's including their seven to ten inch tail. They can weigh anywhere from three to twelve pounds, depending on their age and everything, and males are generally about fifteen percent larger and heavier, I found. So, okay. Um, they do have small heads with smaller eyes and ears and a very pointed nose. And they have short little legs. Um, and the bottom of their feet are hairless, so that way they can get some traction when they're walking around. And the, as most people know, skunks are typically black and white. Um, usually the striped skunk, which is what we have around here, is mostly black with the narrow blaze of white coming up its forehead and the two stripes that v down its back yeah that's gonna be my my question i guess was do we have any more than you know just the striped skunk in Um, pennsylvania i don't i don't think yeah i don't i don't think so either it's alive ever really seen yeah all right so and then like i said at the beginning of the episode um we want to focus on some facts about skunks that maybe you didn't realize and show some benefits of, mm-hmm. of skunks. So as I was doing my research, it turns out they eat a lot of different sources of food. So mm-hmm. they're what ecologists refer to as generalists. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means they'll be consuming plant matter, a variety of insects. And there was one study that was they showed that approximately 70% of the insects that skunks actually eat are considered nuisance by humans. Yeah. So that means like um, cockroaches, grasshoppers, spiders, even the hop borer grub. Okay. This one's interesting. I I didn't know anything about hop borer grubs, Mm-mm. but um, it's a grub that primarily feeds on corn stalks and as the name kind of alludes to um, the hop plants, so the hop vines. And um, actually, there was legislation passed protecting the striped skunk um, because it protected the hop vine and corn. Okay. Um, so it, it's especially tuned to find the scrub, apparently. Okay. So that was a cool fact yeah. that I did not know. And then skunks also really enjoy finding mice and voles. Yeah. So they'll eat them as well. Keep them out of uh, your house for you. Yeah. So if you think about it, uh, skunks are they're regulating, you know, a certain number of species mm-hmm. that can thrive at a given time. So regulation of species is really good. Um, kind of balances things out. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you have a population explosion. So you got any fun facts about skunks? I do. Um, So I did find that they actually use their, they have a very strong sense of smell. And um, that's what they use to find actually like bee and wasp nests and stuff and to get into them and actually just snag on whole nests of them. So you don't really care about the sting too much. No, must not. Um, But while they do have a great sense of smell, they actually have terrible eyesight. So they can only see about 10 feet in front of them is all. 
Yeah, um, I did see that too. Um, keeping with the trend of about 10 feet away from their body, that's about as far as they can also spray. So if they feel threatened, they will spray, and it's actually potent enough that they say it can deter bears. So, oh. yeah, it <laughs> must be pretty strong then. Curious skunk with you when you're in bear country? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, one fun thing I did find was that when they're walking, their top speed is about 10 miles per hour. So, okay. yeah, for a small animal like that, that seems kind of fast. Yeah, yep. Um, and they can swim pretty well. Okay, but they're, that one. Yeah, but they're poor climbers, so you're not going to find them climbing up rock ledges or anything like that. That's interesting, because um, I, I know that they have pretty sharp claws. Mm-hmm. You can dig really well, yep. so you think that would translate to getting up a tree it relatively might, easy. Must but be their short little legs. They yep. can't climb very well. <laughs> yeah. um, so skunks don't hibernate either. They go dormant in underground all winter, typically, but they don't actually hibernate. So their heart rate stays pretty regular throughout winter, and the warmer days they're going to come out and go investigate for some feeding, but they're not fully hibernating like bears or anything. So I guess they call that torpor, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of based on the temperature, Mm -hmm. whether they actually come out and get active. Yeah. Which means that, so with our semi-mild winter, um, you probably seen them out and around or at least smelled them i know i smelled one this weekend yeah i smelled one uh yeah this past weekend as well so and then last one that i have for fun fact is the great horned owl which lacks a well-developed sense of smell so they don't get bothered by the skunk's spray is actually one of their main predators okay i didn't know that yeah okay um since we are talking about smell yep so I'll ask you, um, you know, what what have you heard as far as like a remedy of getting a skunk smell out of either your pet or like furniture or like anything like that? I've heard a bunch of different things from like your tomato juice to peroxide, a couple different things. Yeah, I heard the tomato juice too. And, mm-hmm. um, I think people have tried that. I feel like I've tried it or parents tried it, mm-hmm. that type of thing, but I don't think it works too well. Yeah. I don't, so I don't know what your take is, but... I haven't heard it works overly well. <laughs> yeah. So, a couple things in line with that. First of all, did find, and I can substantiate this, um, so you mentioned a mixture of hydrogen peroxide, mm-hmm. like you said, and baking soda and dishwashing liquid. So, yep. like your Dawn, which yep. is taking care of the oil on your ducks. Yep. Right, that commercial. Um, so that works the best. Um, they mentioned 3% hydrogen peroxide. Okay. And then your baking soda and, and dishwashing liquids. I'm sure you can find the exact measurements for mm-hmm. each if you look on Google or whatever. But um, that that's generally going to get out the smell. Um, and then the reason being is if you're just applying water or tomato juice, which mm-hmm. has a, a good portion of water in it, um, here's where the next fact comes in. So, um, one, of con- one of the constituents of the oils in the spray, um, it's called uh, thioacetate. And okay. what happens is when uh, water hits it, it actually rearranges the potency or the mixture mm-hmm. and uh, it becomes more potent or more aromatic. Oh, okay. So, water doesn't necessarily help it at all. So don't take water to them. No, I mean, honestly, you're going to have to wash them off somehow. Mm-hmm. 
but you know the hydrogen peroxide or the bubbles are lifting off the oils baking soda mm-hmm. neutralizes it and the dishwashing liquid you know kind of helps it break free okay from whatever your pet's hair or whatever you're working on but uh, another fun fact i guess would be about one in one thousand people actually can't smell skunks wow so i wish <laughs> yeah me too but yeah, I, I think we've covered the basis of skunks. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have some benefits. I know it's hard to see or hard to smell. <laughs> yeah, like um, they are out there and they're, they're regulating you know, the population of insects and those pests like voles and mice. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't necessarily see what they eat, um, but they are eating those type of insects and, mm-hmm. and pests. So they're good. Probably is good to mention, too, if you see a skunk, they're not immediately going to spray you either. They're typically only going to spray when they're threatened, and they usually show signs, too, that they're going to spray before they do. So don't be immediately worried if you're out walking and see a skunk. Yeah, yeah. The hardest part is, you know, when you're unaware that they're there, Mm -hmm. so it's dark out or something like that, which is what happened to us not too long ago. I think it was on the porch. Gotcha. My dog didn't get sprayed, per se. Um, did get a little on her coat, but mm-hmm. um, when I opened up the side glass door, like the the scent just kind of the, came in. Yeah, the oils actually came into the house and Oof. penetrated, you know, like the carpet and mm-hmm. the couch and that stuff. And there was like a light amount, just mm-hmm. so they opened the door quickly. Um, the, the smell hung on inside the house for quite a while. That's so, awful. And it really wasn't a good way to address it. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't going to spray some mixture of everything and try to release that smell so just had to deal with it <laughs> and wait for time to take care of it so um do you have a joke i do okay let's hear it what is a skunk's favorite tv show mm, all i can think of is pepe Le Pew. that's not it nope law and odor hey <laughs> <laughs> all right that's a good one yeah, I just want to wrap up the show with kind of a challenge um, to look at a bigger picture. I think we as humans, we tend to look at the negatives mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons, but we should also ask ourselves and others uh, about the role that wildlife plays in the environment. Absolutely. Chances are, you know, it really is a key piece of the puzzle of our natural environment. So talking about skunks, look at the bigger picture right there are benefits to skunks mm-hmm. um, we'll wrap it up with at least one event so that is happening at Lackawanna State Park and it's this weekend Saturday from 11 to 3 p.m. Uh, and it's Winterfest 2023 you know we haven't had much of a winter this year but that's all right they have a bunch of different things scheduled so they have a guided bird walk that's at 11 a.m. Uh, guided winter tree ID walk at 12 noon. Uh, they'll have an ice safety and rescue demonstration that'll be at 1 p.m. and search and rescue presentation that'll be at 2 p.m. They'll be doing some campfire cooking, some fly tying demonstrations, and an intro to disc golf course will be there as well. Yeah, sounds fun. So, a lot of different things happening. Um, hot food will be available through Keystone College Eco Club. Okay. And that'll be for a donation. So again, we're talking about Winterfest 2023, and like I said, it's Saturday at 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So, sounds like a good time. 
Um, if you're should looking be, to get outside. Yeah, should be decent weather this weekend too for I think it. so, yeah. If you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website at www.suscondistrict.org and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You have been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Devin Saylor. And I'm Don Hibbert saying enjoy the outdoors.